The Mom Podcast. Mom, Billy keeps touching me with his penis. I said I was sorry. I said I was sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We are amazing actresses. (laughs) Sounds pretty legit, right? (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Hey guys, welcome to Mom, mom. <laughs> the podcast about being a mom. Um, yeah. yeah, what are we going to talk about this week? I think we're talking about babies coming out of our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> babies coming out, yes, exactly. I think, okay, so here's the issue, anybody who's listening, is that I'm, I've only had one birth. I'm a stepmom, but I've only had one birth. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then Jen has had three. Yeah. And one of which was a twin birth. So I'm I'm reticent to follow because I feel like how the hell can I follow that? But we're just gonna go with it. Cause honestly, I feel like too, yours yours are gonna take a lot longer to tell than mine. I don't know how long. I feel like it when I used to tell my birth story, it was really emotional and I'd cry and all this kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't know how it, I don't, I think it's been a long time actually since I've told my birth story, so I don't know how it'll be. <laughs> well, no, what's weird. I, did I tell you that like my midwives, when I was uh, meeting with them early, I started to kind of talk about how, cause did you, I don't know if you had this experience, but moms would tell me about the horrors that happened during their births, all the awful shit. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking already scared. I've never done this shit before. Why are these women telling me these horrible... What are, what are you doing to me? Because you're making it really... Like, I'm scared. You're scaring me. And then my midwives were like, no, a lot of women, it's very traumatic. And they're actually trying to kind of off load some of the tra- they're not offloading it they're just trying to work through the trauma yeah. of it so even that i feel like a lot of times when mama is like early on just after the the trauma of birth they are like you, you you can be really emotional talking about your birth if it was really horrible or because it's emotional because it was so magical mm-hmm. i didn't have either of those experiences like i wasn't like oh this is magical that was it was the gnarliest it was rad but it is birth is to me is there's nothing beautiful about it. It's gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Having a baby in your arms after, magical. Everything else is n- so crazy. I also... And nobody talks about it. I also it. feel like moms telling you their stories, like, after giving birth, when I, you know, thinking back of all those horror stories and everything, I also feel like some of those women were probably really proud of themselves. Like, it... There's so much going on and it's so emotional and it's painful. All these different things. And there's something, some kind of like pride in telling the story like, I did this. This, I did this. I struggled for hours and this or whatever. And I did it. And like that's, you know, I, I think that's part of it too. Like, yeah, there's trauma, but I also think like. 100%. Part of me telling my story sometimes feels like I fucking did it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, for you, certainly, like, truly, like, that's, 
I mean, like, truly, like, having one baby to me is like, how the hell do we do this? We are we are miracles. We are walking fucking miracles. The hu- just human women, any female, anything is a, is amazing. Um, but actually, hyena, female hyenas are even more amazing because not only that, they have a faux penis and they are they run their <laughs> shit. They run their little that. So that's even more so. So I'm even more amazed by female hyenas, <laughs> matriarchal, amazing hyenas. That should be our. Um, I, I think that should be our um, like our. Uh, what's it called? Like the animal of our show. <laughs> our mascot. Sorry. Side note. Okay. Side track. Yeah. <laughs> with a big, with a big fake boner, fake hyena boner. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I would think if you're if you're giving birth and you have a fake boner, fake penis, it's gonna be hard while you're giving birth because it's so metal. Giving birth is so metal. Um, <laughs> all right, side note. Back on focus. Um, yeah, I think, you, but I do think you're told. Like, I think having one baby is so crazy. Having multiple children in general, like having more than one birth, is miraculous to me as well. Because I, it actually truly is. Because anything, every time, it's always a crapshoot. Anything can go wrong. It's really, we are, every human is just, is amazing. Like, life is amazing, and how it, it insists on be, being, you know, is amazing. But um, two births in, like, a one 24-hour period blows my mind. Yeah. I know it happens, obviously. Even, like, when I look around with people that have multiple children under the age of five (laughs) i'm like i know it happens it's a it's just amazing though it still is it's that's the thing about being a human is even though it's like some things are very common when you actually experience them you're like god damn how do we do this you know what i mean so yeah all right so let's dig in your story oh crap oh i thought we i thought you were gonna go first oh i thought you were going first (laughs) Oh, no, either way. I didn't want to follow it, but I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because either way it doesn't, yeah. Um, so I did, we did have a home birth. It was not, uh, I'm not like, uh, I was telling Jen, I am not a very big like uh, home birth. Like I don't feel like, I'm not one of those people that beats people across the head with um, like why I did it or I think women, I think being a mom is a very personal journey and um for me i feel like in even learning about birth like our bodies are biologically set up to if we don't feel safe we can stop labor we literally adrenaline kicks in it's the it's the antithesis it's like the antithesis or no it's like the opposite of of oxytocin or and it basically stops labor so if you don't feel safe i feel like mamas should have babies wherever they feel safest like that is going to be the best birth experience and that's something that I like that w- for me my house was the place uh, two midwives they were absolutely amazing um the younger one actually had had more births like had facilitated more births because she actually uh all her siblings were, were born by a home birth so she'd been like she was like a midwife from a very young age and it's just a really kind of a cool little community I really love it super hippie I'm pretty granola in general um, but 
I was like, I'm most likely only going to do this once. This is the way I want to try to do it. We live really close to a hospital, like literally a three-minute drive from a hospital. Most of the people in the world actually do have home births. Not that every – it's a very normal thing in other countries. Uh, I know it's a little bit less normal here. Um, so I was like, let's – but it's like that felt right for me. So I went into labor. I actually – we when you have a home birth, you're supposed to um, – your midwife's basically, you have a list of stuff that you need to have, including a flashlight, by the way, <laughs> which is like the list of home birth, like, yeah, it was just wackadoo, it was crazy, and then you, we ended up, like, renting a birth pool, which is also kind of weird and gross if you think about it, that we rented it and that other people had babies in it, but then I guess that happens in hospitals, too, everything gets reused, but it's weird to have, like, I don't know, it just seemed weird to me. <laughs> Um, but whatever, I didn't have the money to buy one and that's just weird. Um, so we had to rent the birthing pool, which is just an inflatable thing. And you basically have like a dry run before so that they make sure everything is set up the way they need it to do their job. Well, I hadn't even made it out of birthing classes cause I did that too, um, because I just needed to have my head right about stuff and just kind of know what it looked like and get some good insights and, and kind of just, I just thought it would be helpful. And uh, I hadn't even made it into the last one of, I didn't make it into the last class of birthing classes. And we hadn't even had our walk through to make sure that we were set up properly. And I, cause I went into labor, like, I think it was like four in the morning. Dean had to go drive Gray to school I like my water broke. He went and rushed and drove Gray to school. I was on the phone with the midwives because we were just thinking it started, but it was like he was three weeks early, so we weren't even expecting it. Then Dean rushes home, has to like move furniture, like this giant armoire that he uses as a closet in our room. He had to move that out, move out a, a our vanity, and then inflate this birthing tub as I'm like literally in the shower talking to my our midwife on the speaker and she can tell no he was on speaker trying to get shit done and she's like oh I'll be right over I can tell by her groans that she's seven centimeters what (laughs) yeah I went from I went from early because it's like stages I went from stage one to like we're doing this shit. But then Had your the way water broke he was sitting or... Or anything? Yeah, oh. it broke. It broke. Yeah, it broke when before. I'm sorry. He, it broke before. I mean, I suck at telling stories. I'm always having... I'm going to have to go back and forth. Sorry. So it actually broke before we... As we were waking up and he was going to have to take Gray, our eldest, to school. Which is in East County. Which is like about... It was going to be about a half an hour back. You know, it, it, 15 minutes there and 15 minutes back. But I'm like, okay, it just broke go do that, get him to school and let's do this, you know? But I thought, I'm thinking I'm, we're going to be, I'm going to be laboring for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you just hear about all the stories and you don't know. And it's my first time. I thought I'd be late quite honestly, because my mom was late having me. Like I was like a month late. And so I just figured, you know, first birth is usually a little bit, goes a little bit longer. Um, But no, right into it. And then right into like full blown labor and they made it over um, and it was pretty much like I could start pushing even at the seven centimeters because of the way I'm set up for whatever reason. If I pushed, I would go 
I would go to the 10 centimeters. Like anytime I pushed, I would fully dilate. I don't know why that is. And your mid, when you do the midwives, like a lot of midwives just basically wait until you feel ready mm-hmm. to push because you're just listening to your body and do your cues. And so I was, I spent a lot of time just being afraid. I spent a lot of time in the tub and then just kind of, I don't know if it's just a, a, you know, a kind of a trauma default for me, but I just was kind of out of body for a lot of, a lot of it. Like I very much was like having to be like present and I kept on telling them I'm not working. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not present. I'm not doing this right now. Like I was like trying to explain it to my midwives and they, they're really, um, they really cued into what was going on and they like pulled me out of the tub cause they're like, you're not, you need to work. Like you're just like, you're just kind of avoiding it. Cause I was scared, mm-hmm. you know, like I was just scared of everything. Um, and so I ended up by the end of it, I wasn't really, even though I was fully, um, dilating, we weren't getting any movement. It turned out that he was kind of stuck um, and, but his heart was maintaining, he never, like his heart never dipped. So at any point at four hours, basically they're your C-section, like it's going to happen. Um, they knew that I had to work basically. Like I was, I, I had a schedule and I literally had Christmas orders out that were due and I was like going to have this baby. And then I had to finish my Christmas orders and then get these out like this is my job this is what I do this part of the reason for a home birth was because also this is what works for our life you know what I mean and I just need to do this and I got shit to do yeah basically you know? <laughs> I gotta have this baby I, I, and I gotta get back to work and uh and <laughs> I don't even want to leave my house I got you know and uh I like to keep it simple but uh they knew that I was. I really wanted to avoid C-section. They really tried to honor it. His heart never dipped. The joke the whole time was this kid loves being born because he's been stuck literally. His head was stuck for four and a half hours by the end of it. And his heart never dipped. He was just like a champ, like just doing the damn thing. Um, they ended up having to put me on the toilet and putting a dental bib, like one of those like dental, you know those sheets the dentist put over yeah. you? They had to put those over the toilet so I wouldn't, so I would relax. So that because I, I was afraid of shitting my kid out into the toilet, and I guess it turns out that most women, when they're like, it's a large majority of women, if they aren't relaxed, if you put them on a toilet, they'll have a baby. <laughs> and sure as shit, <laughs> no pun intended. As soon as I was kind of on the toilet, so we started getting real movement. And it just came down to like, I think by the end of it, I was like, I was just fucking done with this shit. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the hospital. Let's do this. And uh, yeah, so I just one, I just like, like one last push and I just screamed, come on, Willie, like, or William. I'm like, come on, let's do this. We're doing this. And he was out and I crowned. I had to walk down the hall to our bed with a crowned baby, uh-huh. like a, with his head crowning. <laughs> it's so so gnarly and then i had i caught him i was able to catch him on the end of the bed dean was going to catch him because he got to catch gray with uh his first wife he was able that he was so part of the the he was so involved with everything that the doctor literally was like hey you want to catch your that's awesome and and yeah so he was and so we really wanted him to catch willie too 
but he was barely, I barely, I literally made it to the edge of our bed, which is like about, it was like a maybe 10 foot walk down the hall. And she's like, put your hand out, you're catching this kid. And I got to catch him. So you weren't even in yeah, the bathtub? <laughs> no, no, I, he was on the edge of it. I literally like my, my knees and hands made it to the edge of the bed and the baby was, he was coming out. And I just caught it. She was basically just, they basically just hand them to you. They guide them into your hand underneath you, uh-huh. basically. And then he had a really short umbilical cord because I almost lost him. Like early on, I'm such a freaking idiot that I didn't understand in the first trimester that you can't be jostling about and getting crazy. And I knew enough women that had ran and stuff through pregnancy. Well, I did Muay Thai. Like I trained Muay Thai. So I was like, oh, I can just keep on doing what I'm doing, Um, which you can, but you can't kick a bag with all your might in the first trimester of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So I went, I literally, and I I mean, talk about guilt. I literally, it was so early in the pregnancy that I went to the gym, rocked out and like, and did my thing. I was like, I'm not, I'm going to be able to rock and roll and do this the whole damn time, which I did. I ended up being able to continue Muay Thai till my eighth month, but I didn't, I stopped kick. You don't kick the bag. You make no contact. You just go through the motions it's you can do aerobic stuff but you're not doing you're not doing high impact you're not kicking a leather bag i'm an idiot like i literally like when i look back it's like what are you thinking but i didn't know and especially in the first trimester it's it's not so bad as they as time goes on in the pregnancy but certainly like you'd not supposed to you got to like make sure that little guy stays in or girl stays implanted you know so it was early enough i didn't even have a midwife at that point but when I was shopping for, you know, we were trying to looking at birthing centers, trying to find the right midwife. Um, I had basically talked to a midwife over the phone and I, and I said, you know, should I go to the doctor? What should I do? And she's like, honestly, honey, if you go to the doctor, it's so early on, they're going to tell you just to stay in bed and just not do anything for three days. And that, I mean, if, if it's going to be your body and the baby and the embryo deciding if this is going to happen and it was fine. I just did bed rest for three days. And we made it past. I had I had basically went from the gym and started bleeding that one day, and then and then and then ended up talking to a midwife that evening, and getting that insight, or the next day, getting that insight. And luckily, he he hung out. But because he was literally when they pulled out my placenta, they showed me how close he was to like basically like the edge of the bag, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was so placed and his umbilical cord was literally if they didn't snip it like I wouldn't have been able to fully pull him to my chest it was so short because he was barely hanging on so like seriously like pretty like yeah pretty I'm very grateful and I'm just a dork like I just I do things like that where it's like sometimes my common sense is just not there at all um but yeah, and then he came. It was like it ended up being ten hours, all said and done. Oh, he came out. Literally, my first thought was, and I want to know what your first thoughts are too when you when you tell your story. My first thought was, oh, his hands are giant because <laughs> he had big hands, and because I think it's because I love his dad has big hands, and that I was like, oh, he's got his dad's big hands. I was like, oh, his hands are giant, and then his head was super corkscrewed. We're talking the cone of all cones, and to like the side. And the second, so because he was stuck, yeah. And he came out. He came out. He he didn't come out. He came like the second hardest way 
to come out. That's why he was stuck. He came out the back of his head. The face is the way that's like, it's brutal coming out face versus no bueno other than, I mean, beyond feet and yeah. all that. But uh, they're supposed to come out top of, you know, crown first, but he came out back of the head first. So that's why he was stuck. He was like basically just corkscrewed in me just so. And uh, he came, and so his head was so <laughs> coned. It was gnarly. So my second thought was, oh my God, his dad's not, he's going to think that this is how his head's going to look. Because I knew that Dean wouldn't know what I know, which is that their heads are malleable and they'll go down. And worst case scenario, he has to wear it. We got to do the head shaper thing. It's fine. You know what I mean? Because it happens. Yeah. It really does, you know. But I was like, I know that their little heads can be can be messed with quite a bit, you know. But I, those are my, my next, like, last two thoughts. So, yeah, literally had him 10 hours. My mom and grandma and my sister were there. Um it's the only time that I ever told my sister to stop making me laugh because I was like, it's not funny. Nothing is funny. And she kept, she said one more joke with her dumb ass because she's funny because literally she loved cracking me up is how we get through life. Um, but she, you know, when you're having a baby, ain't, there, there's past a certain point, nothing is fucking funny at all. You hate everything, everybody. And she cracked one last joke and I was just like, it's not funny. Like I was just screaming at her. And then... Yeah, and then my grandpa and my stepdad were out in the other part of the house, so they were just hanging out the whole time, and it was pretty cool. It was pretty rad. Like, it was, yeah. And then, so 10 hours, and then I got Carl's Jr. I got a Western bacon nice. cheeseburger right after I had her. <laughs> it was nice. It was so fucking rad. And then, yeah, that was, that's, that's the story, which I, like, for me, best case scenario, except for getting stuck. That really sucked. Um, and then, oh, oh, I had to get sewed up because he ripped the shit out of me. Not, it wasn't up, which is good because that can be really, that's brutal and it's very hard. It's, it was, it was already my midwife that sewed me up with a headlamp, by the way, headlamp. (laughs) And it was 30 minutes of stitches, but she was like in there because I think it's multi-layered. I don't even know, but she was in there. She did her job, um, Placenta birthing sucked more. Like, I really resented that after having give, given birth. I'm just going through the notes. I'm like, what else sucked? And Did you have to get – I can't even think of the, the word. Where they snip you or just let you tear naturally? No. No, they just let me tear naturally. Um, there wasn't a lot of choice. I think there's other things that you can do, but they're, most midwives are usually, like, just let – you were made for this. They Oh, you know what they did do? They hold, they do do their best to hold pressure so that you don't rip up. Mm-hmm. And they'll try to, they'll also try to support below as well. They'll, they'll try to protect your taint <laughs> as best they can. But you're, you're, you're meant to, you, you're able to rip. And, and, and again, I think because they are, yeah, like Carly, the one that, uh, that did all the stitches and the sutures. She just spent a lot of time just trying to put me back, trying to Frankenstein me back together. And, I mean, I feel like everything's cool. Oh, you want to hear something fucking hilarious, though? My stupid fucking husband. You know the joke is, oh, could you put an extra stitch in? You know, like, that's a stupid, dumb fucking, like, joke. My husband goes, hey, uh, maybe leave a couple stitches out. Like, he said... He's such a dumbass. Like, literally, like, I'm so hung that, like, I'm like, you're so fucking... But again, so funny. I'm like, we're laughing as I'm getting stitched up. Um, So, yeah. 
it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool and then i just decided after he was a really hard baby like very needy like i was telling you i think he did have a uh, reflux so he just he only wanted me i got maybe 15 20 minutes rest ever like he, he just was up my butt and it turns out i think he just wanted he just needed to be propped up or he was literally on my boob constantly because it was i think it was just how it, it kept him up but also for the pain mm. he just want you know how they use us for like pain control as well the comfort of us um but yeah so now like yeah i just was like after that i was like yeah i think i'm good i think i'm good i don't want to do this anymore i'm tired but i probably would have now everybody's like and i hear a lot like the second one i would have been more relaxed he would have been more that he or she would have been more relaxed because mama's more you yeah. know what i mean so i kind of regret it you know because we ended up opening a business too like a, a another business and i think that basically became the second baby and i, I do kind of regret like not trying for another one you know but what are you gonna do well if you felt right in that moment to not have any more mm-hmm. you know you made your yeah. decision it's totally. a good decision <laughs> Totally. No, completely. And that's the thing. I feel like now, well, what are you going to do? I'm 41. We're not going. Dean's 51. We're not going. It's, we're good. We're not having any last minute babies, although we joke about it all the time. Um, but yeah. But yeah. So that's my story. Do you want to, are you going to tell all three? Yeah. I mean, they all have different yeah. stories, I guess. <laughs> that's amazing. No, that's the thing. I was like, well, no, because I even was like, I forgot about kitty i was like i wasn't even thinking about kitty because the boys overshadow because it's a twin mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's like oh no kitty come on like duh yeah you know well she was um she i mean it was my first my first birth and it was that kind of like as much as it was scary kind of magical for me in a weird i know that sounds like weird and cliche but um, yeah. she, so I didn't know what I was having. We didn't know the sex. And, um, so we had names picked out for a boy and a girl. Anyways, um, that's rad. Not very many people do that. I like that surprise. It was like, it's a pretty awesome. I did that's that with bitching. the boys as well. And we had, that's fucking we rad. had to come up with like, you know, the different combos of names too, which was a really hard, <laughs> it was really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so my water broke around eight in the morning. It's funny because that mm-hmm. night before I got really mad at Vin and I slept on the couch. <laughs> Dude, I fought with, with I fought with Dean the night before too. I was super bitchy the night before. That's weird. I wonder if it's like a horm- hormone spike or yeah, something. Maybe That's yeah. Trippy. I was just like okay, I was so just really angry. Couch. Yeah, I slept on the couch. And I woke up. You're like, I almost left your father. The, <laughs> I know, like, basically. <laughs> I went to bed crying. Yeah. I was so upset. And oh, like, yeah. I, but I woke up to this big gush. It's like, you yeah, know, yep. you know that your water just broke. And you're like, oh shit. And I remember like, because I was mad at Vinny the night before. And I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to, I literally was like, I'm just going to go to the hospital. I was like, I'm going to go to the hospital by myself. Like. <laughs> Anyways, That's I was like, hilarious. no, this is not smart. <laughs> so I like, yeah, 100%. you know, you do that, you know, that 
that, like that weird walk like you know you don't want more water escaping <laughs> so you're just like totally walking, yeah you know up the stairs oh, to the best bedroom and, and i was like vin i was like my i think my water broke <laughs> and he was like what and so i called my mom i sat on the toilet and just like gushing and um it's crazy I, how much yeah like my mom yeah. my mom had four kids and she was just like you know like she thought that my birth experience would be similar to hers and it wasn't because she had mm-hmm. you know she her water didn't break first and yeah i had this different so Anyways, she was like, okay, well, you have to go to the hospital because obviously you can't, you know, I couldn't stay home when you have, when your water breaks first because, you know, when you have contractions, you can mm-hmm. stay at home and just chill out and wait for it. But yeah, because they're but the risk of infection, infection. Yeah, you have to. So yep, totally. we, I had a, you've got a compromised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I had, um, like I got ready. We left. My mom actually works at that hospital so, so she met us there and she's okay. actually or was a doula and um cool. so i've i mean she was a childbirth educator and a doula yeah. so i've been around like birth and pregnancy like for as long as i could remember and um so i yeah i walked into the hospital they got me in i had no contractions for hours i basically just sat there in the hospital bed just like whatever mm-hmm. and um they were getting concerned they're like you haven't had any contractions you've been here for a long time i'm like i don't want is it pitocin the one yeah, yeah. i was i don't yeah. want it i want it I natural. Was scared the same way and like i didn't yeah. want epidural i didn't want any of that and, and so my mom mm-hmm. really pushed for what i wanted to help me out yeah. and um which was nice and so they're like, we'll give you until nine o'clock. And if you haven't had mm-hmm. any contractions, we're going to put you on Pitocin. And mm-hmm. or if you're not like, you know, moving along or whatever, we'll put you on Pitocin. Anyways, eventually, like I started getting contractions, yeah. but I wasn't like going anywhere. Nothing was yeah, happening. So, Dialing. Yeah. So um, they put me on Pitocin. Mm-hmm. And... um. I mean, at that point, I was having contractions, contractions enough that I was like, you know, having to, I actually was breathing so hard that I was hyperventilating and I was like, I'm going to pass out. And so they actually had to put a, yeah. they put a towel over my like mouth and I would just breathe into that. And um, so, yeah, by nine o'clock, I got Pitocin. And then like a couple hours later. Um, did that kick it off? It did. Yeah, it, like? it did. But. Cool. It's funny because you talked about the toilet. I was on the toilet and I was just sitting there. I was <laughs> um, just looking on my phone, just sitting on the toilet. And then all of a sudden I was just like, uh-huh. oh, like, you know, that feeling like when you have to push that it was like, yeah, you just like, oh, like, I don't know how to like explain it, but it's just this crazy no. feeling like, oh, my God, something's happening. And you're, and you're like, that's what the midwives <laughs> literally just wait. For yeah. It. Yeah. And I was like, yep. mom, oh, <laughs> like, I think it's I have to push. <laughs> she's like, she's like, don't push on the toilet. <laughs> like, so don't shit your baby out into the toilet. Yes. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So they I got on the bed and they had like, um, you know, there's like bars like so you can squat uh-huh. and I try that. It's like I don't like this, and 
like I was pushing for a really long time um and um what happened the doctor kept asking like I remember the doctor's asking like if you know about like you know snipping down in that area and I was like I don't want that I want to tear naturally and um yeah and so I wanted to have it as natural as possible I was pissed because I was on Pitocin I didn't even want that and um what happened yeah I mean they were trying to do all these things to help me they had the mirror there so I could see. But even that, that's like literally the perfect scenario for Pitocin from what I understand because it's literally you're, you have a – you have a, a once the water breaks, you do. You have a very limited amount of time, so you need to kick it off or it's C-section. So it's like, yeah, give me Pitocin in that situation. Yeah. And then once you're at Pitocin, even then, it's like uh, you're probably going to have to give me drugs because to try to get your body to – like it's hard enough to stay on top of natural contractions from my experience mm-hmm. – let alone pitocin induced, because it's like you're, it's like you could barely stay on top yeah. of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, crazy. Okay, go on. Um, Sorry. But yeah, they were trying, like, trying to help me, and I was struggling to push her out or whatever. And uh, finally, mm-hmm. I was just yeah, um, at one forty three in the morning, she uh-huh. was born. They put her on. They held her up, said it's a girl, and I said, and I knew, I knew my the names. I said I knew that was gonna be. It was actually gonna either be Gunner. Or kitty, and they said mm-hmm. it's a girl. I was like, uh-huh. "Oh my god, my kitty!" And I like held her, and I like oh. they put her, they put her on my chest like immediately, oh. and it was like it was just pretty magical. It. But um, yeah, uh, I don't really remember having like weird like thoughts. I mean, it was weird uh-huh. having this fresh baby with like this blue, you know, and like yeah, it's just like unreal, but. Yeah, I remember just, you know, looking at her little fingers and it's just crazy having a... Yeah, that's the thing. I wasn't like immediately in love. I don't know about you. I was like, I loved, I I felt the need to protect this little baby. It's my baby. I got that, obviously. And there was something very primal. I knew that, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I definitely connected, but it, it took date. I don't know how, maybe it was postpartum-y kind of stuff, but I literally was not like... I didn't know this kid. You know what I mean? Like, it was a every day I would love him a little bit more every hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a very gradual thing for me. But, I mean, I thought I, I yeah. yeah. We, I don't know. With, I don't know if that was your no, experience. No, with Kitty, it was pretty instant. But it's very opposite for the boys. It took me, yeah. yeah it, But I had a, I don't know, traumatic experience. So, it wasn't yeah, as totally. magical. Okay, so, well, yeah. So, I... Anything else notable about Kitty, like, in general? No, she was... Everything was perfect, you know, healthy. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, they sewed me up and, you know, it was ripped pretty bad, but... Yeah, uh, the, motherfuck, dude. But, yeah. yeah, I was pretty happy with the experience. And, but I, I really, I, you know, I didn't do the research and all that kind of stuff, but I, I wish I had, like, done a... Mm-hmm. like gone to a um birthing center and had it more i wanted her i wanted her natural but i think because of my mom yeah. it just felt more i felt more comfortable because that was her comfort zone and i knew she knew yeah. what she was doing and i knew she would help me and protect me and all that kind of stuff so i was like comfortable with that but i really yeah. did i wanted it to be natural so actually when i found out i was pregnant again uh, I had already found a birthing center 
and awesome. they um they were like okay you know you can't the only they were super close to the hospital that i had delivered kitty to so if there was any problems i would go straight to that hospital and um but then you know you find out you have twins you can't go to the birthing center so no totally um yeah so even any high risk anything yeah yeah which kind of it really bummed me out but um no, what though? I didn't like the birthing centers. They all creeped me out. I don't know how you might have found the right one. One, the one that we looked at was like at a house, some random house that was turned into, which I was like, okay, I get it. It's like a house, but I got a house, so I should probably just do it at my house. And then the other one was like an old Victorian one where the rooms, everything felt really small and claustrophobic. It's a really famous and popular one that a lot of women go to. I was not into it. In the same thing, it's like I, you just get a feeling where it's like. Even having your mom there and advocating for you, that was the right choice for yeah. you. You know what I mean? Even if it wasn't, you're like, oh, I wanted, yeah, you get the birth that you're supposed to have. You know what I mean? Truly. Like, if you're if you're thinking about these things and you're not just going with the flow, you know, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I also, because my, um, when I found out I was pregnant, I went to my gynecologist and all that kind of stuff. And he and my mom are actually, like, kind of friends because he was giving her patients or, like, people, like women to go to her birthing classes. So they knew each other really well mm-hmm. anyways. So he wanted to do the best for me. So he actually um, told me that I was going to go – my doctor should be this certain doctor. And my mom was worried. She's mm-hmm. like – he's high risk doctor like is is everything okay with jen and all this kind of stuff and um and he's like no it's fine it's just he's a good doctor and he's amazing he's super i I love him to death anyways um it's funny too because when i first had my ultrasound when i was pregnant with my first i remember like the doctor was like i'm just gonna look and you know just make sure that there if there's a second one and i was like oh no thank you (laughs) like i don't want a twin yeah and then, We're good. yeah, then I got pregnant with twins. And then, yeah. So crazy. Um, God, I can't. So, um, with my boys, uh, you can visibly, I just want, I just want everybody to know. Okay. So we're Skyping this cause we <laughs> live in end times. Um, but when just to, to describe what Jen just did when she started talking about, and this is what I was talking about, the trauma of birth. <laughs> like when you started talking about the boys, your whole, you like take a deep breath and you just like put your head up and you're like, okay, here we go. Like, because you know yeah. what I mean? Cause that's exactly, yes. Okay. So put your fucking big girl pants on. Cause we're going <laughs> to come up. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, not you. I'm saying anybody listening. Like, cause, yeah, <laughs> god damn. Um, yeah. Okay, so it was September, and mm-hmm. my husband is Australian, and he had family visiting that day. It was it was a crazy day. Vinny mm-hmm. actually got into a car accident that morning, dropping, <laughs> and um. Oh my. Yeah, god. <laughs> it was such a weird day. And also the same day, Vinny's aunt was visiting from Australia. She came. So I was mm-hmm. for on bed rest for like three months before having the boys. And mm-hmm. I was one week away before they were – I was scheduled to be induced. So, yeah, induced. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And um, yeah, that day, um, Vinny's aunt, she took a train and then the, was it the coast, the whatever the train, yeah, down and uh-huh. Vinny and his mom went to go pick her up. That was the first time I was left alone with Kitty because I've been on bed rest mm-hmm. for whatever. Anyways, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll be fine. You know, I'm going to feed her dinner. Um, she's going to sit in her... How old is Kitty at this point? She Sorry. is one. She, or she's about... Okay. Oh, God. No, no, sorry. She's about to turn two. I don't, I'm on a different planet. Anyways, okay. she's about to turn two. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she's going to sit in her high chair. Your memory, you blocked out a bunch of stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> I know, I'm like, she's one? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, bro. She, yeah. So she was in her high chair, and I was just feeding her, and then... um. Vinny and his mom left. They were going to pick up his aunt and then go get food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I feel like no, a few, like, I don't know how long <laughs> they were gone or whatever, but then I was sitting there and all of a sudden, gush. I, I, my water broke. <sighs> and, uh-huh. and so I, free, like, I'm like, oh, my God, Vinny's like, gone. Everybody's, <laughs> you know? And so, like, everybody's gone. And um, so I, I ran to the bathroom. I'm, I'm sitting on the toilet, and I can see where where I'm sitting on the toilet. I can see Kitty in the high chair, and I'm calling Vin, mm-hmm. and I tried calling him. He wasn't picking up. <laughs> I called his mom, um, and so, I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but some some at some point someone picked up, and mm-hmm. or called me back, and I was like, Vin, my water mm-hmm. just broke, and he's like. We just got to the restaurant. Should I still order food? <laughs> and I was like, "Come the fuck home! What are you doing?" She's like, "She's." He's like, "Bitch, you took so long the last time, and I'm hungry." <laughs> and I was like, "No, we need snacks." <laughs> and I was like, "And uh, and yeah, so uh, they came home. I don't even remember if they ended up getting food or not. <laughs> I don't even know, but we left Kitty." <laughs> I don't, I don't even really remember like saying hi to Vinny's aunt. I was just like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, she, I'm having a baby. I'm having two babies. I gotta go. I got shit to do. Yeah, uh. and um, yeah. So we drove to the hospital. We got there. My mom met us there. It was, um, it was like. And I told them I wanted it as natural as possible. I don't want to have a season. Like, they knew all that kind of stuff. And they knew, and they were like, well, if yeah. you are doing it this yeah, way. Your mom's still advocating yeah. this one. She's right there. Yeah. Okay, and I knew from day one that there was a risk of having vaginal and C-section. And I knew that. And I was prepared for it. And, well, so I mm-hmm. thought. <laughs> I did not know. So I did not know. So that is a thing. That So generally what will happen is you'll birth the first baby natural and then yeah it, there's a chance that i never knew yeah that. there's so much stuff that you don't know about birth and let alone multiple yeah okay yeah they cool. were like because they're like you know if you do if you do want to have them vaginal there's a chance there's you know that there could be an emergency c-section mm-hmm. and i was like that's you know i understood that i you know anyways um it was Pretty much the same like with Kitty, except this time I wasn't allowed to move around. They had to strap me up um, and had monitors mm-hmm. on them. And um, and they told me that there's going to be a time, because if there is an emergency C-section, I needed to have an epidural. And I didn't want one. 
And and so yeah. I accepted that as well. And I knew at whatever point they said, I think around seven or eight centimeters, they're like, you need to have an epidural. And so I got my epidural. Yeah. I hated the guy that gave it to me. He was a dick. It made me super uncomfortable and whatever. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, what happened? And then I had to push. I, I can't, I can't even, honestly can't even remember, like, waiting. It was, it's, it was such a weird experience anyways. Um, yeah. But I, the point that I had to push, I had to be taken into, um, like a, you know, like the surgery room, like just in case. I don't even know Mm -hmm. the words for them. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so they had me it's 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 like it sucks because when you're giving birth to like when i gave birth to kitty i got to stay in my own room it was more it was more comfortable this you know operation room or whatever it's an operation room it's it just doesn't feel comfortable and it was just i struggled getting him out or getting the first one out and Uh so they told me which was gunner first one was Gunner. Yeah. Okay. And got so it, it. when okay. he came out, um, we knew that the the first boy would be called Gunner, and so I knew at that point that's my uh-huh. Gunner. But there was no time to think and you know appreciate the moment because they took him away immediately, yeah. cleaned him up, and then my mom actually pushed them to like to get my contractions going again to put him on and start breastfeeding. Uh-huh. And so yeah. they they didn't they were like no 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 we can't do that and but they, eventually I was able to actually breastfeed him to get my contractions going again right. and good job mom yeah but it didn't it's I don't remember at some point yeah, they took him do. away and my mom uh-huh. I'm lucky because she worked in the hospital she knew the doctor she was actually allowed to be she wasn't allowed in that room but she was in that hallway where like the doctors would be. And she could look through the window. Okay. And so she was able to keep an eye on me. Anyways, we knew that when the first baby left me, um, she would go. Vinny's there, Yeah, though, Vinny's right? inside. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. And so she, when the first baby left me, she was supposed to go with that baby. She went with Gunner. Yes. And so, and so Vinny would be with me for the second baby. And, um, okay. God. It's so it's it's like trying to remember everything because I can only I feel no, like I can totally. the really bad part like parts to me I can remember really well. Um, Vividly, yeah, and it's like what four Again, trauma four years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So they took him away. I don't even at this point I don't know about time. I don't know like what's you know how long far apart this is all happening, mm-hmm. and um. They kept there. There was a lot of argue, arguing, like I guess amongst the doctors that Vinny told me about that I didn't know. But there was a doctor that came in and started like yelling at my doctor, who wasn't even my original doctor. She's just part of that group. So, the doctor that was supposed to deliver yeah. my twins delivered Kitty, who is a risk. Okay. You know what are they called? Par- is it a perinatologist or something? I don't know. Um, but for high risk people or women. Got it. Uh-huh. And anyways, because um, I delivered earlier than I was 
expected to. He wasn't available, so I got another doctor. My original doctor mm-hmm. told me, and I wanted to, I was like, if something happens with baby B, I know he's he's known to for getting out a second baby but end like the you know so I knew that he I was like if something happens like you know he'll make sure that I can have this baby vaginally but this okay. this doctor did not feel comfortable with that Dude. yeah <laughs> and she I was like well also you were okay with that scares the shit out of me the butt end that scares I and I was horrified a c-section let me tell you horrified because i again i didn't have time to to convalesce and i definitely didn't have like i'm horrified of needles and ivs and all that the butt end having a baby a second baby that's so crazy sorry i just well probably because maybe i was like thinking i've already had one baby come out like it wouldn't be as yeah, you bad <laughs> totally totally um yeah sorry it's just either way horror show how scary is either option yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah ah. what do you what yeah what are your options really yeah oh my um, god okay yeah so what happened the other doctor was not yeah okay, so, so the, the this doctor, doctor did not feel comfortable with it but she tried and I'm grateful for that because she, I mean, from what I've heard, she was basically sticking her whole hand up there and trying to spin him. Like, that's... Yeah. And she was like, he keeps slipping out of my hand. And I'm like, how much of your hand yeah. is up me right now? <laughs> like... For real. And, um, yeah. And, yeah, but they, I kept hearing, like, the baby's heartbeat, something's wrong with the baby's heartbeat, and, like, all this kind of stuff. And there was another mm-hmm. doctor that came in. Then he told me that she was arguing with them and I had no, like, I had no idea what was going on. And then it got to the point that it was like, you're going to have to have a C-section. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I know this, you know, that's why I had the epidural. That's why I know. So I knew at least if I had the epidural that I would still be awake and can experience some of it. Yep. And so the same guy that gave me the epidural was there to do whatever you need to do so to get me prepared for C-section. And um, I, I don't even remember what they had to do, but then they put the screen up, and I felt, mm-hmm. I felt like a cut or something. It just, I was like, oh I can feel God. that. I can feel that. And then there, I was like, oh my God. And um, I don't really remember much after i feel like they're like oh no sorry right before they put the screen up they told Vinny to leave and they weren't even nice to Vinny. they were like basically you got to get out of here or and get oh no 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 sorry it was like he was he was ready dressed i think for c-section because you don't have to wear all that stuff yeah anyways they kicked him out at some point he was not even allowed to come back in and so he he sat in a room clueless having no idea what was happening with me and um they didn't like i don't know i don't think they even came out to him to tell him what was going on that i was anyways i don't really know what happened but i like was hallucinating and i was like looking up i don't you're in shock well that sounds like shock well i because i think well because they felt I said that I felt it. They, I guess, 
at that point for a long time I actually didn't know what they had done but they had sedated me and I didn't know that and I didn't know that I so when I started hallucinating I felt like my arms were strapped down like this which they could have been probably because you know I don't know if they were expecting me to like go crazy because I was only sedated I I felt strapped down my I'm looking at the ceiling the ceiling's warping and I keep blacking out and then I wake up and I could just, I was just focused on the ceiling. I was like, I'm fucking dying. Yeah. I really thought that I was dying. Oh and, but yeah, cause I was just watching shit move and I was like, this doesn't look right. This isn't right. And I remember trying to scream. Like I remember putting my head back and screaming, but I couldn't hear myself. So I was like, what's wrong with me like i didn't understand like i thought this was just a cesarean i thought that i could be able to feel or not feel but like you know you you hear the stories oh it just feels like pressure gonna be beside you nothing and i felt like yeah i really literally thought that i was dying and um yeah i remember when i was blacked out i could hear a baby crying and then that was it and then at some point i'd woken up and I was like, where's the baby? Or how much longer until the baby's born? And they're like, you've had the baby. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like crying because I was like, fuck, I just missed everything. Oh, and I really didn't think that I like, I didn't think that I'd get emotional right now because it's been so long. Anyways. No, um, but that's the thing. It is like, yeah, it doesn't go away. Like that doesn't. That's what I'm saying. There's so much trauma related. Yeah. But I know there's like, that's just... what makes me feel guilty too is like, I know there's women that have had like horrible experiences or, you know, they've lost babies. So like I have to doesn't be grateful that, for what I had, but no, it doesn't matter. No. Um. Yeah. So I remember just crying and I've missed it. Like I, you know, they wheeled me. Up to the, what is it called? I can't even think of the words. Like, you know, the recovery room or whatever. And that's when I finally got Mm -hmm. to meet the second baby. And I had no idea. Like, and I was Mm -hmm. so out of it. I was so drugged up. I just felt like, you know, just stick the baby on me. I felt super detached. Like, you know, like whatever. And I wasn't like, it sucks because I was so excited and happy to see Kitty. I did not feel that way with the boys. And... Like, even, yeah. like, because I had to stay in the hospital longer because I had a, a cesarean, I felt, like, a lot mm. of the time that I just... I remember telling someone, I was, like, I feel wasted, you know? Like, I, like you know, I just yeah. drank too much. I just feel, like, done. Like, you know, just out of it, whatever. And, like, I couldn't even think yeah. straight. <sighs> um, but, yeah, that was... That's the after after you have a baby already, there's just like that memory loss thing that weird that already is kind of something that you experience. But then I do I like it's so traumatic. And I, I mean, I just the what we know about how we process trauma and yeah, like and then and then you had chemicals in your body too but yeah god damn, I'm so sorry because that is not even it sounds like it was an emergency C-section. But, but- and that they somehow screwed up. But even that, it's like, what, you don't, you're supposed to communicate what's going on. Yeah, to, to, the, like, I don't, did they tell me that they were going to sedate me? I don't know. But the fact that 
it yeah. went from like everything went so quickly i didn't feel like anybody yeah. was communicating with me and so all i knew was that one it doesn't feel consensual yeah. it doesn't feel consensual when you're not even being told yeah so what's it's like you, you know? don't like you don't know what's going on like for me to see these things and feel these things to feel like i can't scream to feel like i can't move and be aware of your best friend right beside you yeah like <sighs> i just i felt like this must be like i like it's just so crazy to think like why am i hallucinating why am i feeling this way why can't i move yeah. i must be fucking dying like and it's just when you're yeah. like you know i guess all of the stuff that was happening like all the chemicals and your brain yeah. isn't straight like how do you expect a woman to feel after like something it just yeah it's just, you know and i didn't know for a long time um what they had done to me, I don't even remember because I remember complaining to my mom about it and um, she's ended up talking to she's the head nurse or something and then I, I don't even remember talking because I, I think when I did go to the, back to the doctors to talk to her, I don't even think I actually got to talk to her. I talked to another doctor so it was like I couldn't even really, I didn't feel like I could even really ask my question like what the hell happened? And, yeah. um, but yeah, they eventually, I guess, told, they didn't even tell me, they told my mom that I was sedated uh-huh. and I was like, okay, well that makes sense. But like, they won't even tell yeah. me. They Somebody could have told me so that I didn't think I was fucking dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. And I never like, even like though that hospital was like, they're, you know, they were, it was good with Kitty and I mean, they're like a good, it's a good hospital. And my mom works there, and she knows those is it, people. Is it MB? Yeah. Is it mm-hmm. MB? So, no, it's weird about that. If I, even though I'm literally the three minutes away from that, if we, my midwife said if I did need an emergency, they were going to drive me to Scripps. Really? So there is, so, yeah, so they oh. know enough. Now, and that, and that was weird for me. But they knew enough about whatever their protocol is or whatever. They just did not like dealing with that place specifically for whatever reason. So they would take a half an hour drive, 20 minutes to half an hour over three minutes, which also gives you an idea of how much time you have in an emergency with a baby. You know what I mean? But generally, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's crazy. And 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 meanwhile, that I, I've only heard really good things about that spot. Yeah, so that's wild to me. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like, like I've it's... heard really good. And even when I went there, I love it. Like the rooms feel like to visit new like friends with theirs, their babies. Mm-hmm. It feels so. It feel I love the rooms. I was like, if I get pregnant the next time, I'm not. I can't afford a midwife. I'm gonna just do it there. You know. My mom. But that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I knew like. Because I actually used to work there, and I was an audiologist mm-hmm. for the newborn babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew... So rad. Yeah, I knew some of the people there, and because, I don't know, I just felt like it'd be a good place, but I just didn't know, yeah, that whole situation. But yeah, no one ever came well, to me to apologize. And honestly, or... it could be a... Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. There's no... They can't, legally. They can't for... Because the same thing for, for liability, you're never getting an apology from a doctor. You know what I mean? Because apology means you are owning that you did something maybe wrong. Meanwhile, you're human, but people are very liable or very, uh, what is it? Uh, 
people sue people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and sue doctors and hospitals. So, but geez, Lou, that's so, just tell somebody what's going on. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they could have, maybe they did tell me, but I didn't know because there was so much going on. Yeah. But I just, I also feel bad for Vin because he was kicked out and he didn't even know what was going on. And to be in his position for, I don't know how long he was sitting there. The boys are two hours apart. Yeah. That's, you know, what I know. That's crazy. From Gunner's birth, I don't, it's such a weird, blurry memory and yeah but yeah i don't know how long Vinny was out there waiting you know such a weird weird thing but the guy that did the 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 um uh what is it called the epidural pain stuff what's the thing epidural what was his deal what pissed him off about what 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 were you because I feel like it's his fault. I'm blaming him. Yeah, he was just, fault. well. In my mind. I have to blame somebody and I have to attack somebody for this because I'm fucking, I'm pissed. I can't even imagine what your mom must have, like. Well, you know, oh, the thing too, God. my mom knew that guy and was like, this is the best guy and all this kind of stuff. And I initially didn't like him because he was telling Oh, so we're like, mad at your mom. We blame your mom. Okay. We can blame your mom. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> She's a loo. Yeah, she, he, why well, I didn't initially like him because he was just telling like, you know, not appropriate, I can't even remember, I just remember like, it was just jokes that just made me feel uncomfortable and like mad and then the whole thing like, you know, when they said they had, like I was going to have to um, have a C-section, he just seemed so like. He just didn't give a shit. And I wonder if, like, that's the reason why I could like feel. Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, like, flip oh, it yeah. about and, it. Oh, um, yeah. you're like, uh, this is, yeah. Ugh. And, yeah, so I don't know if, like, he just didn't care. That's, like, why, like, I could feel what I felt. And they're, like, just sedator. And he didn't communicate that with me. And the doctor didn't. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean. It's just a shitty thing to wake up to. It's just like when you come back and you realize, okay, I'm fine. Where's the baby? Is he okay? And I'm like, where's, you know, how much? I didn't even know that the baby was even born. They're like, and I was like, when is, you know, how much more longer? They're like, you had the baby. And I was like, it broke. Yeah, it broke my heart. Motherfucker. Yeah, you felt also you feel like you got your, you, it was stolen from you that moment. And that memory is stolen. That's emotional. Beyond the trauma, I mean, the awfulness of feeling like you were going to die. Jesus Christ. And then and then you don't have that memory. Yeah, well, I guess because, like... No wonder. I'm like, even that to apologize for f- having feelings about that, like, that's fucking brutal. Yeah, I guess, like, Kitty was such... Was, like, this really... You know, as much as birth is gnarly, like, she, it was a good experience, mm-hmm. right? It was emotional and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But with the boys, it was just, like, not any of that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the same thing, too. I feel like you're, like, again, having a bunch of stuff in your system that you weren't prepared for. And then the natural stuff that happens with having babies. Plus, I can't even imagine how how much you get stripped of a lot of things when you have two babies like you know what I mean like all takes I mean imagine twice as much chemo- like hormones all those things to make two humans 
and then have two of those little people out of you and not you know what I mean like god damn I wonder it'd be interesting to find out if uh, even postpartum like how how because I had a little bit of that with Willie just the blues like baby blues and I ended up I was on bed rest because I actually did lose a lot of blood I did rip and I they had to hit me with, with Pitocin after to stop the bleeding I didn't know that was a thing but that's yeah. it I think that's what I remember they said Pitocin um but yeah I like was on bed rest for three days and um but the same thing it's like I just needed to get out because I was just like in the same I was in the house and I was just a you're just a boob essentially and you're trying to figure it out um but even that like I had to go I was like can I just go look at the beach not walk around I just gotta go look at the ocean because it like that's my spot to go kind of get my head right and I just needed to get out of the house so if I had that with one baby mildly and it was enough to like really be upsetting I can't even imagine if I had been unknowingly drugged uh, missed part of the experience thought I was gonna die you know I'm just sorry you had to go through that I mean it sucks I, I mean that's, that sounds stupid it sucks it's just great like <laughs> it just sucks. It yeah it was fucking I awful. mean I I yeah. knew the risk I knew that there was a chance of cesarean and I was okay with that I but I wasn't okay yeah. with being sedated like I didn't know that was a risk I didn't know that missing yeah. out and feeling the way I did was a risk that was Completely. the shitty part of it like I I came to terms with c-section I knew it was like oh I know it'll happen if you know if it does happen I'm okay with it but Good. those were my yeah, were like peace with it yeah like I I just wanted for myself to like to try as much as I could to have it natural. I don't know what it is that I just wanted it. Like, that was my goal is just to do it as well, natural. I think that that's something that – that's something we put on – that's one of the pressures, one of the many pressures society puts on you. You know what I mean? But I and feel- some women are just like, no, fuck that. I don't want to do that. But some – I do feel like, at least for me, there there was a part of, like – yeah, I, for me, I felt that. I, I felt the same way. I, I really wanted that to be a part of my experience. But I also was, like, very careful – I was really trying to be accepting of whatever it looked like. I was really struggling and I was afraid of C-section to the point of I was really like really worried about it because my mom, we were both C-section, my sister and I, um, I just, and then the same thing, I figured I'd go, I thought, again, I, like you, I thought my experience would be similar to my mom's, nothing at all the same. Um, but I felt like, um. I literally, the last birthing class I went to before I went into labor, they covered what C-section would look like. And they did like a, basically went through the scenario and what it looked like. And they just said, you know, it's still going to be a sacred space. It's still going to be a safe place. You're going to hear doctors and nurses all around you. And most likely, like they walked me through what it looked like for the whole, everybody in the group, what it would look like. And, um, and then in seeing that and even hearing, you know, the uh, sunshine, our midwife, uh, the main midwife, she said, she's like, and it's going to be who was teaching the class. She's like, and it'll, if you hear them talking about like the football game this weekend and, you know, and, or like how their weekend went or something that actually is a good sign. Like that actually means that everything's normal. It's when 
everybody gets quiet, that's when, you know what I mean? If everybody's talking and chit-chatting and whatnot, everything's going according to plan. So don't feel like that's insensitive. Like she, like they, she kind of set you up, set us up. Yeah. That literally I went into labor like right after that. And I really feel like that was the one thing that was kind of holding me back. And I, and I, as soon as I knew, fuck it, I'm going to be okay. And this is what it's going to look like. And it wasn't so scary for me. I relaxed. And again, I'm like, I just keep on coming back to that. Like mommies just need to feel safe and relax and we need to consent to knowing, you know what I mean? Thank God. I'm glad that your mom was there to advocate for kitty. You know what I mean? Like in, in you and the first, your first experience, but God, it sucks. Like it's just awful. Yeah, it was, (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Personality wise. Personality-wise, I just want to know. So, Gunner, is he... Because I know they're two very different... Vinny has said that their personality types are different. Gunner is the sweet baby angel. Uh-huh. And Wolf is the gangster. Yes. And it's... See? I fucking swear by some fucking weird birthing... Like, I feel like you are who you are from even the way you're born. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, baby A, which is Gunner, came out smooth. Yeah whatever you know um and <laughs> baby b he gunner was stuck in like face down he was already like face down like head down ready to go he was stuck yeah. there for like months he didn't he never flipped because wolf was all the way Got at the it. top like near my like boob and he moved all the time uh-huh. he constantly flipped and he yeah they were that's why they were concerned like he keeps jamming him down. Yeah, basically. He he kept flipping and and so when I went in to have the to have uh, to give birth, they did a ultrasound. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. uh he Gunner was down and Wolf was head down. And he was head down uh-huh. till he was like even in the operating room. And as soon as Gunner came, he flipped. As soon as Gunner came out, Wolf flipped. That son of a gun. Yeah. That son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, he's still, yeah, he's so cheeky. He's funny. He's so cheeky. I love it. <laughs> I mean, not that part, but it is like, even that, it's like, no, he, <laughs> that's so funny. I do, I really think that they are who they are. Because even Willie is just, he charges shit. Like, even being early, he's just like, he just fucking charges shit like we're gonna start racing going back to racing bmx again because he's like been skateboarding but he's like wanted he had a really bad fall and he hasn't gone back since it was a pretty intense one and the same thing so he knows he's gonna go back tomorrow and practice and he's like oh oh." he calls out from the toilet while he's waiting while he's shitting earlier he calls out mom because he has all his great ideas on his on the toilet <laughs> like his mother, <laughs> but he um, um, he goes he goes mom, uh, can can I practice? I haven't been on my race bike in in a while. Uh, I'm gonna need to practice uh, when we walk the dog tomorrow morning. Can I take my bike? Like he's like <laughs> planning and plotting on it on the shitter for the next day for like any seven. And he's like got a plan and he's just very like let's fucking do this i'm gonna do it this way and like yeah and it i just feel like that him being early and just doing it the fucking way he wants to do it taking his 
time until it was like go time it's just yeah it's a real funny thing yeah i never thought of i mean i knew i thought about the boys but i didn't think about that with kitty but yeah she's like Mm. came out and just like it was just like this really sweet and loving experience and she is she's such a sweet gentle loving girl like and yeah so like that from day one (laughs) (laughs) i love it i just yeah i just feel like i I don't know i'm like i kind of get super you know a little spiritual but sometimes i'm like dude come on because the people that i know like you will like when you hear about people like when you hear a friend's mom telling how they were born or whatever it's the same thing oh i was listening have you watched i know i talked to you about it but um duncan trussell the um midnight gospel oh i did start watching that yeah but i i've watched like the first or second first or second it's intense it's intense, and it actually, like, I kind of savored them because I, I listened to his podcast, and I've actually listened to a lot of the podcasts because they just basically animated episodes of his podcast. That's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I already heard a lot of them, but the one, the last one with his mama, because it's, the the backstory is, like, his mama, uh, spoiler alert for anybody listening right now, um, I don't know how many moms are going to be that into this, but anyways, but... I'm like, who's, I don't know how many moms watch Midnight Gospel between, besides maybe you and I. Um, the, he did a recording about three months before his mom passed of cancer. She had had, she'd been fighting it for four years. It metastasized, she has breast cancer that metastasized, meta- anyways, that word. Um, and um, he t- she talks about his birth story in that episode. And even that, it's so... It's amazing. Like, it's so him, if you know, like, I know him just by listening to his podcast and what a fucking trippy dude he is. His mom is a early, uh, like, follower of Ram Dass, who is, like, a, a one of the, like, yogi, the 70s yogi. Um, like, you know, when everybody kind of did the, started, like, what basically Westerners, 70s, the hippies discovered uh, Eastern philosophy and Hinduism, and it started, all the yogi movement kind of started happening. Ram Dass is one of those cats, and she was one of the people that kind of followed him and kind of, like, taught, you know, those lessons kind of thing. So it's it's a pretty cool, cool episode, but she definitely talks about his, his birth story, but just in general about being born and just, yeah, it's kind of a cool thing. Huh. You gotta, you're got you going to like it, I think, when you get I there. I do, yeah. Um, in fact, yeah, it's pretty rad. Plus, again, just rad animation. And we both like art for sure. Um, yeah, um, that's the other thing. And maybe even that, maybe that'd be something cool that uh, when this episode comes out, if other mamas want to kind of share, like either message us, like probably just email. Did you were, um, did you, you were able to set up the email? Yeah. Um... As we talk our business for everybody, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's mom. <laughs> do you, do you mom, remember off the top of your head? Mom. Oh, I can't remember now if it was five O's. No, right? No, and like no pressure. We'll have it all on in the description exactly. thing so or whatever. Whatever the whatever it says in in the other yeah, description of the podcast, if you, or even just DM us on Instagram, which is going to be the mom with the five O's. Um, mom, right? yeah, mom, mom with five O's podcast. Yeah, and the and the mom has five O's. So if you either DM us 
at that point we should be we should we'll be kind of communicating even before we start putting episodes up but in hearing this episode if maybe you want to write and sometimes it's nice to like i said once i had once sunshine explained that that women just we just need to share some of the trauma around our births um and how scary and again just have that communication with that that like comfort and that um what's the word like camaraderie Mm -hmm. around it because we don't have our villages are they don't exist anymore really and we don't talk about it as much with as westerners but if you feel the need to you know talk about your story or just want to share it with another woman you can definitely look for our emails and share that with us we won't share it obviously publicly um but if you know if that helps you by all means yeah it's pretty lonely to feel you know oh it's the loneliest yeah even just with after having kitty not being traumatic it's just it's lonely so yeah i totally am down for people for women to tell their stories i'd like to hear them and you know be there for them which is nice to i mean i think like you said it's it's nice to just not feel lonely because that's the other thing it is such a lonely thing and we've talked we talked about that how lonely and nobody talks about that as a society but yeah anything we can kind of do to i would i mean we've talked about that too like we want to kind of build as much of a community as we can in as authentic a way as we can and if it literally is just like standing witness with other women and you know, feeling like they can talk about it, even if anonymously. I feel like if that helps, I think that would be really special. Yeah. So definitely share if you feel comfortable with it. And uh, even future tense, like if you listen to this months down the line or years down the line and you feel still feel the need to share, we will probably still be reading those stories, hopefully. Hopefully we'll have some success in building a community. And if we can be there for you in that way, definitely do that. Um, barring that, um, amazing women are amazing. Our even if bodies we don't have are amazing, fake dicks. <laughs> Our bodies are amazing, even if we're not hyenas and we don't have fake dicks. <laughs> um, but <laughs> and I, I mean, maybe maybe you do, and maybe I shouldn't just assume you don't. Um, yeah, and babies are amazing, and even that, like the same thing. We, we will obviously be talking about ba- that, you know, mama's stories with, with babies, with where babies do not make it. Hopefully down the line, you know, we'll talk, you know, that I, I would like to kind of talk about all the, the full experience. Um, because the same thing, even that, how we feel guilty about feeling bad about something that happens to us. Like even saying, well, I'm not grateful, but it's like, no, it's okay. It's okay to be in pain and not like how that went that was not that was not a good scenario and that you know and even that like sometimes people don't share things because they think that they're just like not tough enough and I feel like moms in general we feel like we have to be tough and it's not we are tough we carried a fucking human being and made a human being in our bodies and even if we didn't care like no matter how that looked whether it went to the baby went to term whether we've had multiple miscarriages, whether we've had to make the choice for ourselves to not have a baby at any given point in our life. Being a woman is the most brutal thing when you look at statistics in general about assault, about trauma, like just 
endless. We get it from every direction. Mm-hmm. So we're already tough. So why do we feel even more need around that? You know, it's 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 bizarre yeah. to me. Yeah. It, it's just sad. It's yeah, it it's rough, you know, when you've gone through something bad and there you know, people are like well, at least you have two healthy babies. Or, you know, I had a friend who had um, a miscarriage and they said, well, you can just have another one. And it's like, <sighs> you know, it, that's just, yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, completely. Everything is relative. Again, that mama is probably, again, trauma, inner trauma and not, exp- you know, expressing it at best, but it doesn't matter. It's still like, it's not okay to do that. But again, there's no place for moms to get this rage out. And a lot of it is like, like, I feel very lucky to have the scenario I had. That's not most people's, it's not, again, when we talk about privilege, that's a whole nother conversation. You know what I mean? Around even birthing and how we have babies and the hospitals that we have them in. There's a whole podcast about a hospital in Atlanta and 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 it's a, a primarily African American used hospital and babies disappearing multiple times and nobody does mm-hmm. like there's so much to it and there's so many levels of like misfortune and and horror and terror and trauma to it but it doesn't mean that this isn't like, yeah, that, that your story shouldn't be shared or some other mama's story shouldn't be shared, you know? We should be, that's one way as women, we need to really be, like, telling the world to fuck off and really kind of shutting all that nonsense out and really shoring up our defenses around each other and really supporting each other through that, you know? And even when a mama wants to go sideways on you and go, well, at least you did this or at least you did that, being like, okay and hoping that there's another mom around her that can help support her through that but right now we don't have that as a society and we need to really kind of work on that definitely yeah yeah um all right don't want to leave on a sad note by any stretch but honestly this shit's sad like being a mom is sad a lot and we definitely don't want to make it seem like sunshine and fucking roses because we definitely are uh both been very definitely decided we don't want to uh we're not those instagram moms we're not you know what i mean like we're not gonna do that to you we're yeah we are not perfect or picture perfect life Yeah, I I was really surprised. Doves didn't come down and just gather my (laughs) baby out of my vagina. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you? So did your babies get rinsed off? Uh. Did they clean the babies? Kitty was well. You don't. I know we don't. Yeah, Kitty was put straight on me. Gunner, Gunner wasn't. He was cleaned off and then put on me. And Wolf was definitely clean. (laughs) I met him hours later. Yeah, you're like, yeah, totally. The weird white stuff with Kitty, do you remember that at all? Or yeah, were I you blanked out on that? Because that tripped that trip me the fuck out and that it just absorbs. It's like the best it's thing good for, for them. them, yeah. And it just, uh, yeah, and it just absorbs into them. Was that not the weirdest? <laughs> Again, baby weirdness. We should just, we could just have a, like multiple episodes on all the weird shit that you don't even know. Like babies can be born with, um, and still in the sack. 
had no idea about that's it. crazy uh, that mo- is so gnarly moms have i've known two different moms that one had a set a septum in her uterus didn't know that was a possible like a split in her like so she almost yeah you can have multiple they call them uh two, <laughs> two barrels so you can have multiple uteruses i mean you did she have twins or no the baby uh she was lucky because the because her baby ended up on the larger side of the split mm-hmm. but if it had been if maybe on if she had been implanted on the other side or somehow like it was it was she was definitely lucky that she had a that it went well because it was very it was all about implantation and if it i think it the way i remember it i'll have to ask her about it but the way i remember it she was lucky basically that that she landed her the embryo landed it right where she did and then yeah you can have two uteruses mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah did you know that it's amazing we're again amazing our bodies are miracles nuts (laughs) it's crazy yes it's so crazy that's a happy note we can let we can end on that all right all right you guys have a good week and definitely email us if you feel comfortable with it yep thank you thank you talk to you soon all right